This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hey everybody, welcome. Uh, this is a short follow-up to the uh, lesson we did the other day with the Flipgrid, where you were responsible for finding information about one of the ancient Greeks and then putting it into a Flipgrid video. And then your classmates watched your videos to get the information. Just in case some of the, you didn't get the information you wanted from um, your classmates, I'm going to go through the 10 individuals that you were supposed to and just give you some brief stuff to know about them. Um, obviously, if you have questions about them more specifically, please let me know. Uh, but anyways, so here we go. Uh, so first up, I'm going to go over um, Hippocrates. All right. Uh, Hippocrates is uh, famous for being a uh, having a lot of influence on, on medicine and the history of medicine. Um, he made several discoveries, uh, such as symptoms for some diseases um, and things like that. Uh, he also set some standards that we still father, uh, fall today, follow today. A lot of students who graduate as doctors will take the Hippocratic Oath, okay? And that's the fact that you're not going to do any harm uh, to your patients and things like that. Um, so even though lived a long time ago, still um, you have an effect today. Next up is Leonidas. All right, Leonidas was king of the Spartans or Spartan king, and he is going to be famous for uh, a movie. Okay, Not really, uh, but the, he gets a lot of attention because of the movie The 300, all right, which is uh, the story. The fake story is not actually how it happened of um, Thermopyle. OK, and this is where uh, Leonidas and 300 other Spartans and some other people. Um, it gets kind of whittled down to just the 300, but there was probably roughly about a thousand people uh, that were stopping the Persians from invading. OK, but this is what he's famous for um, as king of the Spartans. Uh, he uh, and his men will hold off the uh, Persians for quite a while. And it was about 250,000, and this is why it's such a big deal, about 250,000 Persians were trying to invade uh, through this pass at Thermopyle, and Leonidas and his men were able to hold them back. Um, you know, there's all kinds of uh, myth behind Leonidas. He was supposedly a descendant of Hercules and, and possessed uh, the strength and skill of him and things like that. So, uh, But he was just a guy, okay, uh, and he was the king, and is going to turn those Persians back at third pile. That's the main thing to remember about him. Okay. Uh, all right. Next up is Euclid. All right. Euclid. Um, he is a famous mathematician. I'm not a big fan of him because he is the father of geometry. And I was never a fan of geometry when I was in school way back when in the early 90s. So, uh, but that's what he's, he's known for. Uh, we don't have a lot of details about his early life because well, there wasn't a lot of record keeping back then, uh, but we do know he is mentioned several times uh, by other Greeks as a great mathematician. Um, he is going to uh, be involved in the Library of Alexandria. OK, uh, so he's going to study there and contribute there. His main work that you need to know is uh, the elements. OK, and that's what's going to give birth to the, the basic geometry stuff that you're probably getting um, in 10th grade geometry if you're taking that's when I had to take it I'm assuming you're taking it now um, 
So that is what he's famous for, is being kind of the, the father of geometry. Once again, why I'm not a, a huge fan of. But he's going to come up with all the postulates and proofs and propositions and, and things like that that, that, t- that deal with a lot of today's modern math. All right, next up is a, another mathematician, uh, Archimedes. He um, He's... He's a mathematician, but he's also a philosopher, an engineer, an astronomer. So he was kind of a jack of all trades, but he kind of gets known for uh, the whole math thing. Um, he's going to discover some things like buoyancy, uh, the 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 rumor, the myth, whatever you call it, is that uh, he discovered while he was taking a bath, he discovered that he would float, uh, and he developed the theory of buoyancy uh, at that point. Okay. More importantly. We need to know uh, some of the math stuff that he did. Uh, and the big thing is the um, he's going to calculate uh, a pretty accurate approximation of the value of pi. All right. And he's going to carry on some work in geometry that uh, Euclid had done um, with shapes like the sphere and the cylinder. OK. Uh, next up, another mathematician, uh, Pythagoras. OK. He's a mathematician. And uh, he is going to um, kind of develop this cult-like following. Uh, about 300 people are going to worship him uh, as a, as not as the God, but as a in- incarnation of the God Apollo. All right. Uh, and so he's going to have this large following following around. And they're just going to do math stuff, basically. Math, philosophy, that sort of stuff. Uh, he is well-known for the Pythagorean theorem, okay? Him and his group are going to come up with that and prove it, and that's what's used to calculate the area. Uh, He's also, and what's going to get him in trouble, is he's going to calculate and come up with the idea that the Earth revolves around the sun and not the fact that the sun revolves around the Earth. And this is 2,000 years before um, it's going to be presented and kind of proven by Galileo and Copernicus, all right? Uh, and so this is what's going to get him in trouble. He's eventually going to be killed uh, because of his his thoughts on the Earth revolving around the sun, all right? Uh, next up, we have Homer, all right? And you probably deal with Homer uh, in world literature, I would think. Um, he is the writer-composer of two of the greatest poems ever. And once again, they're still in the literature. I'm pretty sure you're reading them, the Iliad and the Odyssey, okay? Uh, and you know, these are going to be written... 3,000 or so years ago, uh, and they're still something that we're looking at in schools. They're still studied. They're still read today, um, and just pretty amazing that someone from from back that long ago is going to write something that has this lasting uh, effect, all right? Um, the Iliad uh, deals with the, the Trojan War. Uh, the Odyssey is after the Trojan War. Uh, Homer's also going to give us uh, the legend of the Trojan horse and uh, the heroics of Achilles and the Achilles heel and, and, and those sorts of things. Uh, all right. Next up is Plato. Plato uh, is a famous philosopher and he is going to be a student of Socrates. That's one of the kind of the key things to, to remember. And then um, he'll teach uh, Aristotle. Okay. Um, but he was a teacher, philosopher, involved in the politics and government of of Athens. And um, he is going to, because of Socrates' death, he's eventually going to kind of pull out of the, the, uh, the politics of of the stuff. But uh, he, his writings, his beliefs and and things like that are going to lay 
foundations for a lot of the Western philosophy and science that we have today. Um, he's going to create the Academy in Athens, which is one of the first uh, schools, basically, or institutions for higher education uh, in the Western world. Um, his big work is The Republic, which was a, a book on philosophy and some government stuff. So um, he's a big one to know and, and understand. Aristotle. Aristotle was a student of Plato. They all kind of taught each other and passed down. Uh, he's going to be another Greek philosopher, uh, teacher uh, here. Uh, he will actually tutor Alexander the Great. Um, and he is just like uh, Plato was, very important to uh, the Western philosophies that even we have today. Um, he is going to get into uh, morality, logic, science, politics, metaphysics, um, all sorts of stuff. And he's going to do this through writings, uh, through poetry, and, and, and things like that, uh, along with more academic writings that we're, we're used to. Um, but um, he's, he's going to have a, a huge influence, um, and it's going to get into the Renaissance uh, with some of his concepts. Um, and, yeah, he was these guys were way ahead of their time. So uh, next up is Socrates. So he was uh, kind of started it all. You may have heard of the, the Socratic method. Uh, that's the idea of questioning uh, as a you know as a teacher. Uh, you, you question and uh, your students and, and force them to kind of come up with a with an answer. Uh, he will teach um, Plato and is, you know I don't want to say he's responsible for him, but he's. You know, obviously, most of Plato's ideas are going to come from uh, the foundation that Socrates provided. So uh, he is, you know, a philosopher, teacher, um, and obviously is going to make a lot of contributions that, that still last today uh, in philosophy, in ethics, uh, and things like that. Uh, eventually, though, he is going to have a, a rough end. He is going to be put on trial on two different charges, uh, the corruption of the youth and um, impiety, all right? Uh, he was basically at odds with a lot of his fellow Athenians, Athens people, uh, morally, ethically, intellectually, or even politically. Uh, he didn't get along with a lot of these people. Uh, and eventually, because he stood his ground and refused to renounce his beliefs, um, he was sentenced to death. And he will uh, eventually drink hemlock and he did this on his own he did wasn't you know he was forced but obviously he got the death sentence but he he took it uh, of his own accord he did not let the, the people of athens uh make it. and then finally is alexander the great alexander the great like i said studied um under aristotle uh he has a kind of a, a strange past so we're not going to spend too much time on just because it's not um not that big of a deal, but he was a the illegitimate child, okay, of um, uh, Philip, and he is going. To, you know, there's rumors, there's myth that he was actually the son of Zeus, and, and so a lot of power comes from from that myth and that that idea. Um, shared bloodlines with Hercules and, and Perseus, Perseus, uh, which you might recognize from some of the Greek mythology stuff if you are read stuff like Percy Jackson or if you've read up on the stuff, uh, but. Um, Anyways, when his father, Philip, is assassinated, uh, Alexandria, Alexandria, Alexander, excuse me, can't talk here, uh, is going to inherit his throne, uh, Macedonia. Okay. 
and uh, he will command this huge army and this huge kingdom. Uh, eventually, it's not enough, for and he is going to take over his father's plans to expand, and he's going to invade Persia, Persia, and he's going to pr- take over almost most of the known world at the time. Um, it was 10 years worth of campaigns, and he is going to expand. He gets out into, into Asia uh, and India, and is going to take over a lot of stuff there. Uh, he is responsible for overthrowing King Darius, who somebody will talk about later on. Um, and just his, his military conquest is what he's known for. Okay, And he was very young when he was doing all this. Uh, and eventually he had to turn back, not because... He was ready to, but because his men, they had been gone for 10 years. They were ready to go home. And uh, unfortunately for Alexander, uh, he is going to, to die on his way back at the age of 33. Um, so anyways, so those are the 10 people, just a kind of a brief synopsis of them. Um, if you have questions about any of them that you want to know, or if you have stuff that you'd like to add to this podcast, then please let me know. We can talk about it in class. And uh, Sorry. And uh, yeah, there we go. All right. Hope all is well. Take care. Goodbye.